Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi and welcome to this week's edition of the Pool Guys Show. Today I'm going to start a four-part series on different seasons and cleaning the pools in the four seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall. So I'm going to start this particular podcast off in the winter since it is winter time here at this moment and then I'll cover the other three seasons in a separate podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by InnoPools.com. InnoPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts in 2001 with over 50,000 pool parts in stock. Order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. And the podcast is also brought to you by the Riptide Pool Vacuum System. The Riptide is a powerful vacuum system that allows you to get large leaf debris off the pool rapidly. So if you do pool service for a living, this is a great way to get large debris off the pool and to get through your day quicker. You can learn more about the Riptide Vacuum System at www.riptideback.com. So let's talk about the seasons out there. If you have a pool and if you do or if you do pool service, you're going to be very familiar with the different parts of each season. And I'll go over different tips for, of course, the homeowner as well as the pool service professional. So in the winter, there are some areas of the state. If you do your own pool, you know that if you live in the Midwest or the East Coast, parts of Texas, you close your pool for the winter. So your pool will be winterized at this time of year so you don't have to worry about any of probably not much of the things I talk about here will apply to you if your pool is covered and you have the equipment drained or even put away in storage if it gets that particular cold there but for a lot of the regions of the country where we don't winterize the pools which is Florida, California, Arizona, Nevada, parts of Texas and other areas where you don't winterize the pools um, we have them open all year round, and so that requires service all year round. And you have to keep an eye on certain things in the wintertime that are a little bit different than the summer months of the season. And when I go over the summer months, I'm going to go into a lot of detail about um, the, the differences. And there's quite a bit of difference between winter and summer, of course, as you know if you've been doing this for a while. So um, when you go to close your pool, make sure that the cover is in good shape. I get a lot of uh, messages at the beginning of the season where the cover had torn or come loose and the pool is full of debris or algae and what they should do to clear it up. So I guess the number one thing when you when you winterize the pool is to make sure that everything is covered and properly uh, winterized that way nothing cracks or is damaged during that process. So here in California in the wintertime, right around um, October, the Santa Ana winds start blowing and they typically blow all the way through February here, and some, some certain years they'll blow all the way through February. So we get the Santa Ana winds the winter time here, which could be very uh, damaging to the pool. You know, you want to make sure if you're a homeowner and the pool gets hit by a windstorm in December or January that you get on top of it right away, and you make sure the equipment's running. You kind of go through the windy scenario even in the winter time. You make sure the skimmer basket's clean, the pump basket. Get all the leaves off the surface and then focus on vacuuming up the leaves and dirt on the bottom. And if you don't clean the pool after a windstorm and there's dirt on the bottom and you leave it in there for a month 
or you know six weeks because you know it's winter time and you don't want to mess with the pool and so you just leave the dirt on the bottom chances are you're gonna have an organic stain on your pool when you do vacuum it up because dirt in some areas contains some kind of metal ions and other elements and other things fertilizer that will stain the pool so you want to be proactive in the winter time and vacuum that up even though the water is freezing and then was using the pool get the dirt and leaves out as soon as possible that way it prevents organic staining of the pool and sometimes the dirt stains can be permanent or last for up to a year depending on uh, how severe and how long you left the dirt on the bottom of the pool so right now in southern california we're getting a lot of rainstorms this is a little bit unusual for us because we've been in a drought for so long and what happens with the rain in the winter time is that the pool gets pretty full with water the skimmer is not activated because the water is usually up to the coping or higher and so I get asked a lot should I drain my pool down and typically if you have drains on your deck nothing's going to happen as far as water getting into your house I wouldn't be overly concerned with the water running over the coping into the drains and out to the street it's not really a hazard in any particular way and you won't it won't dilute your pool enough I don't think to cause any kind of major problems like um, algae growth which doesn't really happen much in the winter time anyway so I wouldn't worry too much about it if you do need to drain your pool check by your equipment if you have a newer pool system you may notice a hose spigot by your pump so check your equipment look for a hose spigot and what that is there for is to help drain the pool down so to do this you would attach a garden hose to the spigot or faucet and then you would turn it on when the pump is running and that will drain the water down just make sure you turn it off if the pump is running six hours in the winter time and you leave it on it could drain your pool significantly so keep an eye on it and that's one quick way to drain the pool down is using the hose spigot by the equipment to drain your pool if you don't have that go on Amazon or go to your local pool store or hardware store and buy a sump pump you can buy the it could be even a small one-fourth horsepower one they're like 70 bucks and you would attach a garden hose to it plug it in and drop it down your, your a step on your pool and that will drain your pool down very quickly also so those are two ways to drain your pool rapidly either with the hose bigot by the equipment or a inexpensive sump pump that you can drop in there and drain the water down if necessary I generally let the, let the pool ride if it's if there's drains around the pool and not worry about it like in my house I have I have several drains around my pool and it's not going to cause a problem for me it hasn't quite gotten to that point where it's overflowing my pool right now it's up to the coping um, there's not there's not much, not much more room I have about maybe an inch more I can go before it overruns it so that's one of the things in the winter time here we get rain I know that happens a lot in other parts of the country also and then we have the winds and then you have a combination of a windy and rainy day which is probably the worst combination it's pretty miserable so you don't want to be cleaning the pool in the rain because you can't really see anything just wait till the next day or the next couple days after the rain stops to do any kind of cleaning of the pool which kind of leads to the next question about cleaning the pools if you do this for a living and you service when are you going to go out in the rain and when are you not going to go out in the rain so for me if there's any kind of thunderstorms predicted or if they're predicting you know half an inch one inch one and a half inches of rain it's pretty much useless to go out there and do anything in, the, in that kind of rain you can't see anything in the pool you're not going to be able to skim anything and so you would just go out there to check the chemicals which again is probably useless anyway because there's not much change in the chemistry in the winter I'll go over that a little bit later here in this podcast so really heavy rain I just wouldn't bother going out there 
Um, customers really aren't expecting you. They shouldn't expect you to come out there in heavy rain and certainly not in a thunderstorm. I've had pool equipment hit by lightning on my route on two occasions and I've had trees fall down in the backyard. Uh, not why I'm back there, but following week when I go there, I see the tree branch that was hit by lightning. So definitely don't want to go back there um, in a thunderstorm. You're carrying a lightning rod, which is your pool pole. And if pool equipment can get hit by lightning, you certainly can also. So definitely do not go out in a thunderstorm. And heavy rain, I would just stay home and make, make it up the following uh, week. And if depending on how you do your billing, you have some leeway with that anyway. If you bill monthly, there's always an extra day, um, four or five times a, month, a year, that you would make up for the service by not going out there as far as billing. So keep that in mind too. So here's something that happens a lot here in California. We have a lot of automated systems on our accounts, and then a customer will call you early in the morning and say, hey, my pool came on at 1 a.m. and it ran all morning. You know, what's going on with my pool? Why is it coming on in the middle of the night? So automated systems, the Aqualink, the Pentair, EasyTouch, IntelliTouch, the Hayward Aqualogic, they all have something called Freeze Protect. And the standalone um, variable speed pumps also may have this feature set up in them, is when the air temperature gets to a certain point, which is typically 37, 34 to 37 degrees, if they're reading that as the air temperature, the system will come on in freeze protect mode or freeze mode or whatever mode they call it and it'll turn on the automated system which will turn on the pump it may turn on a booster pump it may turn on whatever piece of equipment is set up to come on at that moment when it gets to a certain temperature um, this will turn on the equipment and it'll run it so that the pipes don't freeze and generally the pipes aren't going to freeze anyway in California and most regions uh, certain areas you may have that danger so this is just something that the manufacturer has built into the automated systems and they're going to come on when the air temperature gets to a certain point and run the pool equipment you cannot disable it you can lower it down in the aqua link I think to 34 degrees um, you can't disable it. the only one you can disable it in is in the old Hayward Aqualogic you can go into these the menu and get into the setup menu and disable it there. I have a video on how to do that with that particular system. I have a video on how to lower it down in the Aqualink system also down to 34 degrees, I believe. So you can't disable it. So what I suggest you do if you're a homeowner and you have an automated system and you notice your pool's coming on every night that week, you can simply put it in service mode and leave it off that week if you want. That way you're not running it. It's not really gonna hurt anything. Or you can set your pump to come on from midnight till 6 in the morning, the coldest point of the of the time. And so your pump will come on anyway because you have it set for that time and that will override the freeze protect coming on at that time. So you're not running your pump you know, twice a day at that point because it'll come on at the coldest point of the night for you. So you can do either or uh, in a really cold week as long as you know that your pipes aren't going to freeze, of course, which in Southern California it's not going to happen. It's just something built in for areas that get near zero and where the pipes can freeze. Now, what happens if the pipes do freeze in your pool? The only major thing that can happen is uh, the O-rings can get damaged in your heater, could get damaged in your valves, the seals, because they're kind of sensitive to temperature and they'll shrink and then they'll expand and crack. So, and then you'll see little leaks here and there, especially in the heater, that's one thing that you'll see. So if you do live in a region where 
it does get freezing cold and you don't winterize, i to say that right, winterize your pool, then you're going to have to let the freeze protect mode come on and protect equipment from freezing. And you may want to just run your pool 24-7 in the really, really cold periods of time. That way it doesn't freeze. And don't worry about the, anything going wrong with the pump running it 24-7. Your pool pump is engineered and designed to run 24 hours a day. If you service commercial accounts, you know that they're running 24 hours a day. So the pump's designed to do that. So you're not going to burn out your pump by running it 24 hours, 7 days a week during the coldest part of the winter. So keep that in mind there. If you have an old solar system on the roof where it fills with water and then the water comes back down into the pool, make sure you have that off and you have drained those panels because what's going to happen in the wintertime with the old solar system is that if there's water in there, even in Southern California, the water will get cold enough to freeze in there and then when you turn on your solar, it's going to crack the panels because it had, has, had damaged them, the uh, freezing water in there. So. A lot of the new systems, of course, don't have that problem. They're like flat solar panel. They're, they don't fill with water. But if you do have an older system, keep that in mind and make sure you drain it every winter. And back to the freeze protect. One thing I like to do if the customer has a variable speed pump and the pipes aren't going to freeze, I like to set the freeze protect on the variable speed pump down to very low speed. So yes, the freeze protect will activate. It'll turn on the pump, but it's going to come on at maybe 1800 RPM. So the customer can't really hear it especially if the pump is near their bedroom window. So keep that in mind too if you have an automated system connected to a variable speed pump. You can actually set the freeze protect to a lower RPM on that variable speed pump not to disturb the customer. And again, I recommend not bypassing it or turning it off if you do live in an area where the pipes will freeze. But in the majority of cases, the pipes aren't going to freeze. It's just an irritant that it comes on late at night and runs the pool. So let's talk about the cold water and maintaining your pool. Now I know a lot of homeowners that do their own pool just don't like doing anything with their pool in the winter because it's just freezing cold to put your hand in that water. It's like putting your hand in a bucket of ice. So what, what I do is I use gloves. They're called Atlas 772 Nitro Coated Gloves. So these gloves are great for cold water. They're 26 inches long so they go all the way up to your, your armpits. And they're $13 on Amazon.com. I definitely highly recommend getting them. Again, they're called Atlas, A-T-L-A-S, Atlas, and then 772 Nitro Coated Gloves. You'll see them. They're yellow. They're very long gloves, and they're 13 bucks. And they're a great way to keep your hands, hands warm when you're skimming a pool, vacuuming a pool, or cleaning out those skimmer baskets. You can stick your hands in there no problem. And they're just a great way to protect your hands from the cold water. If you're a homeowner and you do your own pool in the winter, definitely pick up a pair to use out there. That way your hands don't freeze while you're cleaning your pool. And if you do this for a living, I highly recommend getting a pair. Your local supplier also should stock them and carry them. I also recommend waterproof boots. I was a big fan of the Wolverine boots from Sears. Sears, however, is probably not going to be in business uh, for very much longer. So I switched over a year ago to Everboots and... You can get these on Amazon. They're called Everboots. They're ultra dry, men's premium leather waterproof work boots. And Everboots is spelled E-V-E-R-B-O-O-T-S. And the ultra dry men's is what I use. And the size chart is pretty accurate. I wear a size 9. I order a size 9 and they fit perfectly well. These are really affordable waterproof boots. They're like $60 to $70 depending on when you order them. 
and they, they're pretty long lasting. I might get a good four months out of them before the water seal starts to wear out. And it's a great way to keep your feet dry and warm out there working when it's a little drizzly or walking through wet grass or working around the pool. It's definitely important to have the right gear on. And I, I highly recommend waterproof boots um, if you do serve it. So let's talk a little about the water temperature and how it affects the chemistry of the pool. One thing you're going to notice if you are doing service or if you're a homeowner and you're checking your chemicals in the wintertime is that the chlorine level will hold really well. So if you put a gallon of liquid chlorine in your pool, it's, let's say in December, chances are it's going to hold, the, the chlorine level is going to hold for three or four weeks, depending on the water temperature. Also note that the salt water system, the generator will stop working in cold water, mainly because it uses electricity to generate the chlorine, and in cold water there's, no, there's not much conductivity, and so it's not going to be able to, to generate the chlorine for the pool. So in most cases, the salt systems will not be running in the wintertime. And so you would switch over to liquid chlorine. And again, you would just maybe use a gallon every two or three weeks in your pool, and the chlorine level will hold really well. And you'll notice that the pH in the pool is very stable in the wintertime. It doesn't really fluctuate much in the winter. So you're not going to be adding a lot of muriatic acid in the winter to the pool. The alkalinity is fairly, fairly stable also. So this is a good time to really adjust the chemistry if it's out of balance. In the wintertime, it's a great time to attack it. So if your pool has really high alkalinity, maybe 180 or 200, the wintertime is a great time to lower the alkalinity down. And if your pH is gonna, it's pretty stable in the winter, so you could really work on getting that alkalinity down and getting the water back in balance in the wintertime. I'll probably do a separate podcast on how to... Um, work with high alkalinity in your pool, but basically it's going to require large amount of acid and checking the pool every three or four hours to lower it down. And it's also a good time of year to work on the scale in the pool. So if you notice that your pool has some scale on the surface and it's kind of rough, this is a great time of year to work on the cal calcium scale buildup in the pool because the pH and alkalinity are pretty stable. It's a good time to treat it. So I recommend the product called Butech by EasyCare. That's spelled B-E-A-U-T-E-C by EasyCare. And it's a great way to treat the scale that may form on the um, pool walls, surface of the pool. I would dump a whole bottle in the pool and then I would aggressively brush the walls with a, a steel brush, maybe a six inch or a five inch uh, stainless steel brush. You could pick it up at your local pool store or the one online. If you, of course, if you have a fiberglass or a vinyl pool, you don't want to use a steel brush on it. Just use your regular brush on that, your regular um, polyester brush on that. That way you don't damage the surface. But Pebble Tech or a plaster gunite pool, use a, a steel brush and brush that aggressively every week. If you're a homeowner, brush it every day, and that'll really take the scale off with the Butech working its way behind the scale on the walls and loosening it up, and you just brush it off. And people have asked me if they can use the ScaleTech product. It's by the same company. ScaleTech is really effective also. The only drawback with the ScaleTech, it needs to have very low chlorine levels to be effective. So high chlorine levels will neutralize the enzyme in there. So you want to make sure that if you're going to use the ScaleTech product, that your chlorine level is 1.0 or less. And in the wintertime, that's very doable. So if you want to use a ScaleTech product, you can use that also. So I like the Butech because you can, it can be used no matter what the chlorine level is in the pool and it's highly effective. 
it's been proven to get behind that calcium buildup to loosen it up and then you can brush it off. If it gets really, if it's really severe, you can use sandpaper and kind of attach it to your brush and brush the wall with the sandpaper. I have, I have a video on the Butech and how to treat a pool that has scale buildup. But like I said, in the wintertime when the water temperature is really cold, your pH and alkalinity are stable, it's a great time to attack that scale and treat it and get it off the wall there before the summer season starts. And it's really effective. You can, if you're, if you're really um, good at staying on it and brushing the pool, the treatment is really effective. And working around pools in the wintertime can be hazardous, so be very careful. It's very slippery out there. The ground is very muddy. I've done my share of slipping in mud in a customer's yard, doing the splits, pulling a groin muscle. I've broken ribs, getting stuff out of my truck. Um, I have a, a Nissan Frontier with the side rails, and I was on a rail trying to reach for a gallon of chlorine, uh, I would say about four years ago, four or five years ago. And I slipped because it was wet. And I fell right on the side of my truck with my side of my body. And I knew right away there was something wrong because I heard a, a, a crunching noise. And then when I bent down, I noticed that this, my side kind of sucked in a little bit more than normal. And sure enough, I broke maybe three or four ribs at that moment. And I was fine. I finished my day. It didn't hurt that bad. I was just really sore. And I went to bed that night. But the next morning when I woke up, I could not move. It was just so bad. The pain was so intense. And if you ever break your ribs, one thing I can tell you, never sneeze. That's like the worst. I mean, sneezing is like you might as well just stab yourself. It's it's horrible. Um, so I did, did break my ribs, and I think I took one day off, and I went back to work. Kind of, kind of, I wrapped myself, which I don't recommend wrapping anymore, but I, I thought it helped me feel better when I was wrapped. Um, and it, they healed over a course of maybe three or four weeks. But it is dangerous out there. You may have ice forming on the decks and you can't see it and you'll step on it and you'll slide and definitely don't want to fall in a pool in the winter time. It's freezing cold water. So be extra cautious out there and that's one reason why I don't recommend working in heavy rain. It's slippery, it's muddy, it's dangerous and besides being dangerous on the roads, it's very dangerous and hazardous in customers' backyards and I just would not recommend it, especially if it's raining and windy. You have the, the danger of a tree branch breaking off. And hitting you so it's just a dangerous time to work back there sometimes depending on the weather so take every precaution you can and of course if you're a homeowner never go outside in a lightning storm and I would avoid going out there in heavy winds also for your safety and a few things to note if you service pools that between beginning of November probably till the beginning of February it's really hard to sell any kind of pool products to your customers Basically, from November and December, they're in their Christmas, Thanksgiving season, and they're not thinking about their pool. And then, of course, January, they're getting all the bills from spending all their money at the holiday season. So they're not interested in upgrading their pump or filter at that moment. So save all of your big uh, pushes for new equipment or new cleaners until maybe April or May when the season is actually starting. And the repairs also drop off pretty dramatically in the wintertime. People aren't really looking at their pool or getting anything fixed or doing any kind of major remodeling or redoing of the equipment pad. So keep that in mind also that basically the service income is what you're going to have in the wintertime and the repairs and any kind of sales kind of dry up at that period of time. And I also recommend a vacuum system if you um, service an area where it gets really windy in the wintertime. I mentioned the Riptide vacuum at the beginning. Definitely recommend getting a vacuum system. 
If you want to learn more about that, you can go to their website, riptidevac.com, and you can look at how a vacuum system can really help you on your pool route. If you need more information in your homeowner, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I have a lot of helpful web pages and articles for you there. Of course, there's my YouTube channel. And if you're in the service industry, you can learn more um, about my coaching site, poolguycoaching.com. And for that, you can get discounts on your liability insurance. Also get one-on-one -on -one advice from me directly through texting and phone calls. So it's a great program I have set up there also. So that's winter out there in the service industry or if you're a homeowner doing your own pool. That's kind of what winter looks like for you in an area where you don't close your pool off. And I'll be talking about spring in the next podcast and how to get the pool ready for the season. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast on winter and have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.